book of Acts, the 14th chapter. Acts, the 14th chapter. We'll get there in a minute. Today, I want to talk to you about grace. Grace is God's ability to keep you holy. <laughs> God's ability. We've never given God the credit for having the ability to keep us holy. Now, we've tried to live it, and we've tried to be pleasing to God when by reality, God is already pleased with you because of Jesus. He was my stand-in. He is my agent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hold your finger there, and let's turn over to the eighth chapter of the book of Hebrews. We'll get back to that in just a minute. Hallelujah. Grace is God's ability to keep you holy and without sin. <laughs> We've never given him credit for it. Hebrews, the eighth chapter, start in the seventh verse. Talks about the old covenant, the old testament. Covenant and testament are the same words said, For if the first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. We have an Old Testament. We have a New Testament. The Old Testament is a testament or a covenant with people that are not spiritually born again. They are not the new creation man. They are under a law of sin and death. And God used the old covenant to curb sin, but in the new covenant, Jesus took your sin. And we've never given God the credit for being able to keep you without sin. That's what grace is. Grace is God's ability to keep you sinless to keep you holy. Hallelujah. Eighth verse, for finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the day cometh, saith the Lord, when I'll make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt. Not, not like that. Now, that was good to get delivered. I'm not saying that. And he's not saying that. But he goes on, said, Because they continue not in my covenant, I regarded them not, saith the Lord. For this is the covenant that I'll make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith, saith the Lord, I'll, I'll put my laws in their mind, write them in their hearts, and I'll be to them a God, and they shall be unto me a people. And they shall not teach every man in his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know him, from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. No more. It's over. God will never hold sin against you. Never will he count up when you've missed it. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Hallelujah. He said in Romans 6, 14, he said, We're not under sin. Sin shall have no dominion over you. For you're not under the law in the old covenant, but under a new covenant. He said, it is grace. It's grace. Now, in the old covenant, they had to live a certain way or the curse came on them. In the new covenant, Jesus took your curse. In the new covenant, I'll remember your iniquities and your sin no more. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you're not under that old law, but you're under grace. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to Titus, the second chapter. Second Timothy and Titus. Second Timothy, then Titus, the second chapter. What are we talking about? We're talking about grace. What is grace? Grace is God's ability to keep you holy and without sin. How can he keep me without sin? Because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus, it keeps me holy. It keeps me sanctified. I'm totally righteous because of him. See, we've never, we've never just boiled it down and said, well, bless God, God can keep me holy. God can keep me sanctified. God can keep me righteous. We've never given him credit for having that ability. We've tried not of works that we have done. See, we've tried to mix up the Old Testament in with the New and say we're trying to live right and trying to do this. We ought to live right. I ain't trying to live right. I live right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. See, grace is God's ability to make me a favorite with him no matter how many times I've missed it. Now, bless God, get a hold of that. Hallelujah. I was preaching some of this out in Alabama last week, and there was an old Pentecostal woman sitting there, hairdo and all that, and I'll tell you what, when I, told, when I said God's grace is his ability to keep you holy, she lit up like a Christmas tree. I mean, it set her free. All her life, she'd been trying to please God. And every time she missed it, she got under condemnation. I failed. I should have been this. I should have done that. Grace is God's ability to keep you holy. He's to keep you without sin. How? 1 John 1, 9. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If I miss it, I confess it and head on. Can you say amen? God, we need to give God the credit for having the ability to keep us holy. How many of you know you couldn't keep yourself holy anyway? Not of works of righteousness we have done. Titus, the second chapter, 11th verse. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness, worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in the present, in this present world, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, 
who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people. How many of you know you've been purified? Well, I'm trying to stay that away. Well, you're going to miss it. Not of works of righteousness which we have done. We need to give God credit. He can keep us pure and holy. Third chapter, third verse. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice, envying, hateful, hating one another. But after that, the kindness, the grace of God, and the love of God, that's what grace is. After that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward men appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. How? By the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Not of works. See, let me tell you something. If you think you're going to be pleasing to God just because of what you have done and how you've lived, that's not going to work. You're pleasing to God because of what Jesus did. You're pleasing and holy to God because of what Jesus did. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 Praise be unto God. While you're close there, turn over to the book right before the book of, Je uh, uh, of Revelation. Jude. Anybody got to shout and close on this morning? You couldn't hear a better message than this this morning. It ain't no way. It's not any way. If this won't set you free, won't nothing set you free. Jude, the 24th verse. See, we need to give God the credit that he's got the ability to keep me holy and without sin. 24th verse. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now unto him that's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, bless God, I got an old gal that's run away and she's just the worst thing. Now she got saved and uh, she done good for a while, but she hadn't, well, let me tell you something. Not by works of righteousness which we have done. This thing's almighty God. This thing is all God in his working. Now unto him that's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless. When's he going to do all that? He's already done it. He's done presented you before Almighty God. Can you say amen? He's done presented you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Grace is God canceling all sin debt against you. He don't even have a record of you ever making a mistake. Colossians 2.14 It 
said he blotted out the handwriting of the ordinances that was against us. He's done blotted them out. They're blotted out. And there's nothing against you. We need to give God the credit. He's got the ability to keep me without sin and holy. Amen. Some folks hear me preach and say, well, he just preaching. You can just live any way you want to. If you just want to live any way you want to, something's wrong with your experience. Something's wrong with, with you. He said, you live right. You live upright. This stuff of grace, bless God, ought to make you want to live better. It ought to make you want to be more and more like the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So what is grace? God's ability to keep you from falling and to present you faultless. Look what that'll do when you go to pray. Look what that'll do when you, when you go before God and have to have a, 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 a need met. Look what that'll do for you. Colossians 2.14, Lawback said, God crossed out the whole debt against us in his account book. He no longer counted the laws that we had broken. He nailed the account book to the cross and closed the account. In other words, you don't have an account book. You, he don't keep account uh, 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 of when you've missed it. See, we mix Santa Claus in there and think he keeps up when you naughty and nice. Amen? Bless God, he's got the ability to keep me holy, to keep me without sin. Yes, but I missed it, I missed it, I missed it, I missed it, I missed it. Get off the miss it, bless God, and confess it and head on. Stop all that. Stop all that. You're not, you're not to have a sin consciousness. You cannot even get forgiveness right if you've got a sin consciousness. You won't even go to God and, and ask Him, well, I'm just so unworthy, I feel so sorry. I'm just a no account. Well, that don't snow God. That belittles the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's already presented you without falling and faultless before the holy God. How's God consider me? Holy, sanctified, totally redeemed, totally righteous. How come he? Because Jesus stepped forward for me. While I was yet a heathen, God died for me. While I was yet a sinner, while I failed, I mean, not after I got right. He, he said anybody can die for a righteous man. What about a heathen? Huh? If God will do it for a heathen, what will he do for you? We need to give God the credit for being able to keep you holy and without sin. Praise God, praise God. Black Welder translates Colossians 2.14. He canceled the document of indebtedness, which by means of its degree had claims upon us. He canceled what claims was on you. He removed it permanently by nailing it to the cross. You know, when John the Baptist saw the Lord Jesus Christ walk up there at uh, uh, the Jordan River, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. What's he doing? He's going to take away the sin of the world. He's thinking, take it away. There ain't no sin against you now. Hallelujah. Nothing you fail. Well, bless God, I've done it. Well, confess it and head on. 
See, that's, that's the no failure clause. That's how come he can keep me from failing. He can keep me from failing if I confess it and head on. Now, if I want to wallow in sin and want to hang around sin and tell God what an old sorry thing I am, see, that don't, that don't please God one bit. Yeah, but you know, you, Brother Son, you know, you miss it every now and then. I heard a good teacher on TV the other day. And she said, I know that I'm not well-pleasing to God all the time. I thought, well, you, that's because you don't know the blood covenant. That's because you don't know God's able to keep you from failing. Well, I'm not pleasing. Sometimes it takes me days before I can get back to feeling like I'm forgiven. It don't take me that long. I'm forgiven. He's done presented me before the Lord perfect. Amen? How many of you know you've done come to the spirits of just men made perfect? Well, I'm trying, to, uh, I'm trying to perfect them. He didn't say if any man be in Christ, he'll develop into a new creation. I'm a new creation. I'm not developing into it. I'm not becoming something. I am what God says I am. He said, I got me a people that's holy. I got me a peculiar people. They're different than the rest of these folks. These folks is holy. And I'm going to keep them holy. I'm going to keep them without falling. Now in him, it's able to keep you from falling. Yeah, but I fail. I'm not going to say that. He said he's going to keep me from it. Man, before I hit the ground, I'm fixing to holler at Jesus. Before I mess I'm hollering Jesus keep you from falling, and to present you faultless. Someone shout this morning. Glory to God. The Lamb of God has come, and He's taken away the sin of the world. Praise God. You know, we've kept folks so sin conscious that, that most of the time, all we get out of a church service is some squalling service. I missed it. Oh. Get an old snot rag out and go to shaking it. Like that's going to help something? We need to know God's got an ability. We need, we need to give Him credit. He's got the ability to keep me holy. The ability to keep me without sin. Is that what He said? Now in Him's able to keep me from falling. Failing, falling, messing up. Keep me from sin. And to present me faultless. woo Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. That old Pentecost woman told me the other day, said, man, I, I tell you what, I wished I'd have known that as a young woman. I said, you didn't, but you know it now. Lord, what you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it now? She said, I'm going to rejoice. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to praise God all my days for this. Hallelujah. They've tried to wear this and do this and do everything in the world, not by works of righteousness that we have done, but by the grace of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take the sweat out of it. Take the work out of it. Take out me trying to please God. I am pleasing. Why? Because of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Phillips translates Colossians 2.14. Of 
Christ has utterly wiped out the damning evidence. He doesn't wipe them out, son. Now, if you want to hang around and bring it and put it up before God and be an idiot, that's fine. Hallelujah. We may have service one day for numbskulls. That's what it is. Anytime you belittle the work of Jesus, that's dumb. How many know the body of Christ is dumb where this is concerned? They don't understand this. I have preachers tell me all the time, Brother Son, you preach that and you'll have folks in him. I've been preaching this since 78. Let me tell you something. Folks are going to sin. If they wasn't, God wouldn't have stuck 1 John 1, 9 in there. Hallelujah. You're not going to just float through life and never do anything wrong. Bless God, there's some things out there that might press you and you do something wrong. Amen? Amen? But if you do, bless God, I got 1 John 1, 9. And he got, God's got the ability to keep me holy. God's got the ability to keep me from falling. God's got the ability to present me faultless. If God presents me faultless, then I'm faultless. I'm not going to count sin unto me. I'm not going to count failure unto me. Not when he counts me faultless. Can you say amen? Now in him is able to keep you from falling. Now in him that's able to keep you holy and to present you faultless. Christ has utterly wiped out the damning evidence of broken laws and commandments which always hung over our heads. Do you know preachers keep that over folks' head all the time? A sin consciousness. Preach on abortion and demon or alcohol and every kind of uh, thing. I mean, they'll, uh, they'll jump on homosexuality and everything else unless they're one of the churches that, that ordain them. Amen? Instead of helping someone. Do you know you can help someone better than you can down them? Helping people, telling them God's already set them free. That God's already presented them holy before God. That God's already presented them faultless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ben Johnson said, by, cross, by the cross, God has wiped out the rules which actually blocked our becoming what God intended. I am what God intended. I am. I'm not going to be. I am. You need to get, that, get the tenses of those verbs right. I'm not going to be. I am. Present tense. I am what God says I am. Someone shout hallelujah. Well, Brother Sullivan, be patient with me. I'm trying. Well, you're supposed to try. You're supposed to live right. It's, uh, this grace on the inside of you ought to be a bigger pull than any kind of sin against you. Hallelujah. Maybe we ain't preached it right. Amen? Trying to get people to live right. You know, there's 163 scriptures on the life of God in the New Testament, and there's two scriptures in there about living right. And we've majored on living right. We've took two scriptures and wrote them to death. 
You ought to live right. Anybody here don't want to live right, something's wrong with you. Amen? I have no intentions of doing things wrong. But if I miss it, I got something else. He's done presented me without falling. Without failing. Now in him that's able to keep me from falling and to present me faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. You ought to have so much joy, you ought to kick three people this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Paul was having trouble with the devil, and you know what God told him? He said, look here, Paul. My grace is sufficient. My grace is all you need. Hallelujah. You don't need to be delivered. You are delivered. Hallelujah. I'm keeping you holy. Praise God. My grace is sufficient. Praise God. You now are what God intended for you to be. You part of the new creation nation. Nation of holy people. Peculiar, he presented them unto himself. You're already there. Well, I, you know, I, I thought I had to grow up spiritually. You can't. You're in union with the glorified God. You need to grow up mentally and get you thinking around like this. Get you thinking, my God, he's done presented me faultless. Man, now you don't know how good a news that is. Amen. Hallelujah. While you're close there, turn to uh, Ephesians. Turn back to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Look in the 22nd verse. 4.22. That you put off concerning the former conversation or lifestyle, the old man. Put off all that old stuff. Hallelujah. Do you know that if you've got a sin habit or an old habit is dragging along on you, if God has presented you holy before Almighty God, right like you are right now, I, 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 I can get over anything. I can drop anything. I'm Holy Joe. I'm old Holy Joe. How'd you get to be that way? Man, you must have really been living right. Man, you must have been doing everything right, paying your tithes. Oh, bless God, not missing church. You must have... No, bless God, God presented me that way through Christ. He's got the ability to keep me without sin, keep me holy. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4.22, that you put off the put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt with the deceitfulness of lust and 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 be renewed in your mind spirit of your mind get your head thinking right think like God thinks quit thinking like granny taught you quit going by what you learned as a kid I come by a New Testament church in Alabama big letters out on front Live right or get left. You mean I got to live right? That, that's going to determine whether I'm going to get left or not is where I live right? No, it's because I accepted the blood of Jesus Christ and what he's done for me and how he set me free, praise God, not by works of righteousness and my living right. That ain't going to determine whether I'm going to be here or left. Hallelujah. 
live right or get left. They thought that was a funny saying. That ain't funny to me. Hallelujah. I, I, I come by a church over in Magnolia and on the front of it, a New Testament church had the Ten Commandments written. I saw it. It's still on there. Write the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. Them Ten Commandments, God said, I'll write them in your heart. You ain't got no, you ain't got no desire uh, to commit adultery. You ain't got any desire in your heart to steal something. Amen? Hallelujah. You got something else written in your heart. And he said, I'll tell you about them sins and all that Ten Commandment business. Your sins and iniquities, I'll remember them no more. I'll present you faultless and without falling before Almighty God. We never give God the credit. He can keep me holy. Aren't I, ain't I in the good hands, folks? He said, ain't nobody can pluck you out of my hands. Didn't he say, bless God? That I'm able to keep you? Well, he's able. We need to give him credit. He's going to keep me holy. Not by works of righteousness, which I have done, but by his grace. Grace is his ability to keep me without sin. 24th verse. And that you put on, where? In your mind, in your thinking, in your, in your mental realm. That you put on... 24th verse, that you put on the new man which after God's created. You've been created after God. Put it on. How, how, with what? In righteousness and true holiness. He's done put some holiness on you. He's done put it on you. He's done put holy on you. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. God has made me holy. God's going to keep me holy. God's going to present me faultless. He's going to keep me from failing. How can he keep me from failing when I fail? Because he's put the Fifth Amendment in there, 1 John 1, 9. The no-fault clause. When I mess up, I confess it and head on. Hallelujah. How come? Because he's got the ability to keep me holy. Hallelujah. Hebrews 12, 23 said he's presented us before the judge. He's the judge of all. And he presented us before the judge. How? How did he? As the spirits of just men made perfect. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grace is God giving you Jesus Christ standing. Whatever standing that Jesus Christ has right now, that's your standing. He's given you Christ standing. Paul said in Colossians 1, 29, said, my God, this stuff's working mightily in me. It needs to be working in you. You've got to have a working knowledge of it. Bless God, I can go to God and get anything he's got. Why? He counts me holy. He counts me righteous, sanctified. He counts me as without sin. He don't even remember any sin I've ever done. Ain't no record of it. He does not even have an account book that has your name in it. Amen? Read the 20th chapter of the book of the Revelation. It said he opened them books up and the dead were raised and he brought them before them. They saw their deeds. Then he opened another book 
the book of life. Oh, hallelujah. My name's written in the Lamb's book of life. Praise God, praise God. When I walk before Almighty God, He's going to say, well done, well done. You think, well, what did I do? You might not have done much, but whatever you've done, bless God, if you accepted Jesus Christ and the work of the cross, He's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I'll keep you holy. I'll keep you without sin. I died and my life is hid with Christ in God. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. I was in a mountain home, Arkansas, and this lady came down front, old Pentecostal, wore the hairdo and everything, long sleeves, about 72 or 3, said, I, I was raised Pentecost. I said, well, I can believe that. Hallelujah. And she was cross-eyed. And I, I, I thought she was looking at my wife, but she was looking at me. I, you know, but anyway, she said, uh, I wasn't born this way. said, when I went to school, there was a bull out in a pasture and every day I'd have to walk by there and it nearly scared me to death. He'd paw at the ground and, and, and make a step or two toward me and I'd run and said, one day, one day, he said, I was six years old. I just let her talk. And, and she said, usually I lay hands on me, fall out on the power of God and I won't have to listen to that. But I wanted to see what her story was. And so I, she said, one day as I was walking by there, I said, I seen that bull and he was pawing up there. And I and said, I got almost to where he was even with me out there in the fence and he broke and run towards me and he hit that fence. And it scared me so bad, said I went cross-eyed. Now that's some trauma for a little girl. Why didn't she tell her mama and daddy? They might have said, oh, that old bull ain't gonna do nothing. Now you know, I don't know. But it scared her so bad she went cross-eyed. I said, how long you been cross-eyed? She said, 60, she told me how long, 68 years, I believe. I said, do you know? And I was teaching some things along these lines of grace. Do you know that you're a favorite with God? No. She thought God had the bull run at her, you know. She thought she went cross-eyed because the Lord allowed it. See? No, I said, do you know that Jesus has already laid that, God's already laid that sickness on Jesus? No. Well, I read her scriptures, and I just fooled with her for about 10 minutes. She said, oh, Lord, said I, I've never seen some of this before. I said, you see it now, though, don't you? You know, your God's done made you a favorite. He's done made you holy and sanctified. Man, she's trying to wear a hairdo and a dress and all kind of things, no lipstick, trying to please God. Bless God, she found out that. I laid hands on her, and her eyes came undone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if she'd have been under condemnation and lived under that, bless God, she'd have never, she'd have never got her healing. If she'd have thought she was not pleasing to God, maybe God had the bull run at her because she's something six-year-old, hadn't done something right. See, that's what people's been taught. But God has made you holy, He's percentage you faultless and without failing. Hallelujah. 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 How has he created you? 
24th verse, that you put on in your thinking. Put this on. Which I, on the new man which after God's created. How? In righteousness and true holiness. He's got the ability to keep you holy. Can you say amen? Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Grace is God taking the initiative to restore you to favor. Taking the initiative to give you unconditional love with no strings attached. You know, we was looking up on the computer the other day, a translation. I looked at her, and he's looking at her, and the translation said, Grace, God's unconditional love with no strings attached. Hallelujah. 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 I knew we was hitting on it. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. We are not under sin, but under grace. We're, sin has no dominion. Sickness has no dominion over us. For how come? For we're under unconditional love, no strings attached. So God took the initiative, restored man to favor, unconditional love with no strings attached with himself, even when it wasn't deserved or even asked for. We didn't even ask for it. He done it. It's all God. God's made you holy. God will keep you holy. He's got the ability. Can you say amen? Praise God. Praise God. Acts, the 20th chapter and the 24th verse. Maybe write that down. I'm going to read it out of cotton patch. But I put no value at all on my life so as to make good at my job and the appointment which I got from the Lord Jesus. That is, be an example of the good news of God's undeserving favor. I want to be a teacher of the undeserving favor. You got it anyway. Undeserving holiness. Undeserving favor that you can be presented before God without sin. Hallelujah. What can a holy man get? Anything God's got. Anything God's got. See, Romans 1, 16, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. What kind of gospel? The gospel of grace. For it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Hallelujah. Did y'all ever find Acts 14? See, we, 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 we've never just touched, we're just scratching on the surface of this, folks. Now, I know we've been preaching on grace. I've been preaching on it since last February. I keep up with my notes. I date my sermons, what I preach. You know when I preach the last of this? Huh? You want me to tell you when I preach this sermon right here? Last? Most of it I preached last Sunday morning. I'll say 80% of it. How come you preach it again? Because I got something to add to it. I was sitting in my room, 4 o'clock in the morning, in a motel room. You know, I was sitting in rooms and counted knots on the window and them things, and I get so tired of looking at them wallpaper and them little figurettes on the wall and all that. Man, I'm sitting there praying in the Holy Ghost, and I said, God, I know I'm preaching on grace, but I ain't hit it just like I'm supposed to. What is grace? He said, that's my ability to keep you holy. Son, you talking about preaching in Alabama, I preached her, son. Hallelujah. I shelled the corn down, folks. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 
the ability. I've been trying to live right. I've been trying, just like that lady said on TV, I know I'm not pleasing to God sometimes. I miss it bad. Sometimes it takes me two or three days to get it straight. It don't take me two or three seconds. I've already, he's got the ability. That's his ability to keep me holy. That's his ability to keep me from falling. That's his ability to present me faultless. When's he going to do that? Now. He done that when he was raised from the dead and went into the presence of God for us. What did he do? He sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat. It was accepted. I'm a holy man. I'm peculiar. I'm set apart. I am what God wants me to be. God couldn't make me any better than he has. Every bit of it is his ability in me. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Romans, the first chapter, I mean the eighth chapter and the second verse said, Now, now there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. See, that walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. See, I'm not going to get over and walk after the spirit, uh, flesh, live under condemnation. Sin will make a coward out of you. It'll make a coward. You won't go to God like you're supposed to. You need to know God has presented me holy, faultless before Him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So grace is God taking the initiative. I'm going to do this on my own. I'm not going to wait till they get right and live right and then I'm on. No, no, no. I'm, they're not going to have to live right or get left. Heard a, seen a bumper sticker. Turn right or get left. Hallelujah. We ain't got to turn right. We are right. I ain't got to turn right. I have already turned right. A God turned there for me. God's got the ability to keep me holy and without sin. Hallelujah. So God took the initiative in restoring us to favor, unconditional love, to holiness with himself when it wasn't deserved or even asked for. Didn't even ask for it. God done this. In due season, he sent forth his son, made of a woman. Hallelujah. Praise God. A man got us in trouble, but another man got us out, folks. Another, one man caused us to be unrighteous, unholy, but another man made us righteous, holy, and sanctified. He's been made unto me wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and total redemption. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now unto him that's able to do exceedingly above all that we ask or think. See, how? And present you without falling and faultless before his presence. Acts the 13th chapter, third verse, 14th chapter, third verse. Long time therefore bode they speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word of his grace. What is his grace? He can make you holy and keep you holy. 